Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Two Guys in a Game. Thank you for downloading this episode. And just before we get started here today, I want to just, or we want to just take some time here. Sorry, this isn't one guy in a game. This is two guys. It's actually game. two guys. And I just want to <laughs> take some time out of our life to just talk about these amazing headphones by Studio. That's right, Kaz, because what this company is trying to do is revolutionize the way that people see headphones. Now, the way that the headphone market usually works is you can go one of two ways. You can either get these really cool looking, comfortable headphones that just to be quite frank with you, don't sound very good. Or you can get these really awesome sounding headphones that literally hurt your head and ears to wear and they sound great. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? What do you guys? You know, you know what to do? You know what to do? Yes. You take the good parts of both of those headphones and you put them into the current headgear that we are wearing right now. And who's the company? Studio. <laughs> That's right, Kaz, because what Studio headphones do is they offer the best of both worlds. They sound great. They have great features like Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit more later in this podcast about the specific headphones we're currently wearing. But what's great about Studio, aside from having great looking, great sounding, and comfortable as hell headphones, if you go on their website right now and use our discount code, two guys, all in capitals, that's two, two spelt out, T-W-O, guys, all one word, all capital, all spelled out, you will get 15% off your order. And, and it's not even the best part because Studio has free worldwide shipping. Free worldwide shipping, what? Yeah. So what are you waiting for? Stop using a less pair of headphones right now. Don't even listen to revolution. this podcast. Go, go get these go headphones. Now. Yes. The following is a Podbeard production. What is it, Nintendo? Tangent. T -t 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 oh, sorry, I'm spinning. Oh, my God. Real power. Comes from Gene Simmons from Chris. In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom, this is their podcast, and this is their story. All right, so I have this idea. Yeah. And um, it's for when we become famous enough because it's going to happen, and it's going to be called Two Guys and a Game the Movie, and it's going to be about us. <clears throat> Having to travel halfway across, like the United States, just to get this one game. Yeah, but what's what's the game? Alien Conquest First Mate. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's gonna literally be like TJ's. What'll happen is it'll start off like any other day, and Zach will come into the hotter, or sorry, Pod Beard Studios. Who saved right. it? Saved, saved it. it. Well, technically, this is Hotter Show Studios, and Brandon's house is Pod Beard Studios. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. But well, that's okay. That's okay. It's kind of like this is like the Coons Lair, and then yeah. Brandon's is like Freedom and House. The King. And so, yeah, and I'm Mitch Connors. Mitch Connors. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. no, so, um, yeah, and basically what will happen is that come, I come in here and we're, you know, or, or, or maybe we're over at Brandon's house and we're like, okay, let's record our, you know, 50th podcast or our 500th podcast and we'll sit down and all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, wait a minute, where's 18 Chronicles of Verse Mage? And I'll be like, oh, my God. They took 18 Chronicles of Verse Mage. They took 18 Chronicles of Verse Mage. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally that's gonna start off and brand's gonna be like what the fuck's happening here <laughs> and so we're gonna literally just be like oh we gotta go get it there's only one copy left and it's in california and then it'll be like 10 10 this like summer two guys will go on an adventure none like the other this is two guys and a game the movie 
and it'll be like, California here. Just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's up, everybody? I'm Hotter. Oh, I guess we're just ending my yeah. movie yeah, synopsis. Yeah, we're just going to end your okay. movie synopsis. <laughs> Fine, I'm El Cazador Jones. El Cazith Jones. No, not El Cazith. Just Caz? Just Cazador Jones. Cazadoreth. Casadorth Jones, the third and fourth and fifth and sixth. Cough. Cough, 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 cough. They took my cough. As you can hear, as you hear this week on the podcast, folks, we have our gimmick. (laughs) Because I'm an idiot and I said something on the way over here to TJ in the car and he's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm going off with it. We're going to take it because it's so funny. Yeah, because here are two guys in a game. Um, Usually... We've kind of made rabble, it some of rabble, 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 rabble. That's me right now. What are we all rabbling about? TJ keeps using stupid gimmicks. Rabble, rabble, <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. Coming from the stupid gimmick king. Ha <laughs> ha. Card games on motorcycles. Cough, anyway. cough. <laughs> Coughing right in the mic. TJ told me I'm day one not to do that, and I'm doing it like ha. <laughs> Just because right. you're trying to stop what's, what's happening. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have to do something to stop this. <laughs> Instead of like cough, 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 I'm going to just go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, Kaz and I have somewhat made it our pre-ritual sometimes before podcasting, if we have time anyway, to uh, go get some go get food first. Yeah. And on the way back, we were talking about, uh, I guess, South Park. Yeah. Or, no. I remember I, what we were talking about. Something stupid. And then just, you brought up the whole they took our job thing, and then I remembered the third dude in that. He just goes, dink! <laughs> He's just like a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is, why did I forget about that? That is so funny. So I'm like, we got to try to use that today for our like little, like, our little, like, skit we do in the beginning. Because that's like our thing now. And I was like, oh, it's so funny. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. So thank you for turning into two guys in the game today. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Oh. Just kidding. What, what? So, so, so Kaz, what's new and exciting? Um,. This podcast is the most exciting thing in my life right now. Yeah. Shout out to this podcast. Shout out to two guys in a game. Because just, you know, <clears throat> nothing else is going on, really. Nothing else is going on at all? No. 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 That's a, that's a, uh, I'm training. That's I'm training. I'm training my dog now. Because cool. um, he's like, he's my dog. I've officially made it my mission to make sure that he knows when I walk in the house, me and him are the only thing that matter. So, and, uh, I started calling him. So his name's Vincenzo. We call Vincenzo. him. We call him Vinny, and he's just a little puppy. He's a king. Where's a puppy? Anyways, he's this little baby who's huge now, and he can jump right up on you, right up to here on you. And he's a puppy, by the way, so he's not even fully grown. And yeah, so the other day he, I walked in, and I kind of made a joke between me and him because every time he he jumps up on me, he's like, "Well, hello there," you know. And he's just, I'm just like, "Oh, hi, how's it going?" And so we we all call him Vinny Boo now. That's his nickname. So everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, Vinny Boo." And he lies on the ground, his tail wiggling, and, and it's all like red rocket, Sparky. Red. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets excited, it is. So, anyways, uh, uh, uh. and <laughs> you guys don't was, know what that is. That's okay. <laughs> that's good. And um, no, I don't do that. Don't worry, I'm not like that. So, anyway, so he came. Yesterday, I came in, and he and I was only gone for like two minutes, and he literally jumps up on me, and I kind of was joking, and I was like, "Well, hello there." Like Bane from yeah. Batman, and so then, and so he started like making this like raw, 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 grumbling sound at me because I wasn't giving any of my food. No, and so every time he would come to beg, I'd be like, "Well, hello there." So I started calling him a Bane Corso. 
because you know oh, it's that actually is so funny. Yeah, right. So now I started calling, and then so I started funny. calling him Baney Boo. Uh. So now every time I walk in, I'm like, "Well, hey, Baney, how's it going?" And he just wiggles his tail, so he doesn't know the difference between his name and my, the tone of my voice yet. So I'm gonna start calling him Bane and see if he just responds to it. By the time he's like oh, fully grown, yeah. So every time he, someone comes to the door, well, hello there. Do you have any food for me today? You know, so that's that new and exciting. Time for free. There you go. So that's well. I was I was I was curious because um, uh, the, over the last probably let's call it few months that we've kind of been on this podcast journey, um, you have slowly grown obsessive. Uh oh. With something, and uh, uh, your collection uh, of these uh, oh. items have grown. I was going to say something else, Mexicans. Ah <coughs> uh, no, but um, <laughs> you you've been slowly adding. Pop, what do they what do they call pop vinyls or pop yep. figures or just no? You got it. You hit the nail yeah, on the head. I, I actually uh, I actually did it. I have one, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then yeah, yeah. it's so cool all yeah. over there. Oh. He looks really depressed. Yeah, he looks really. I Not that mine's any much. happier. Mine's pretty depressed because he's surrounded by idiots. He's, but basically, what it is is um, for those of you who are not familiar, the pop vinyls are these little like pop vinyl figure dudes. And uh, different characters and stuff like that, mostly like pop culture stuff. Yeah, I have Rick, and uh, how, how many do you have now? I think uh, sixteen in total, maybe. So, like, to me, it, it was like you went from 15. having like I have fifteen. Yeah, you went from having like literally like two or three, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> and then seemingly overnight, you had like another fifteen. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, it's not my fault when you go in and you get one, and then you're like, oh, cool, and then like you see that the whole like you know, so they're all Rick and Morty. All of them. And there was a whole wall of Rick and Morty when I was. <clears> and there's uh, still more to go TV. come. Like there's still more to come. So, um, yeah. And oh man, I hate myself for buying them. They're just like the worst thing that your bank account ever sees. Because at first you're just like, oh, thirty three bucks for three. That's nothing. yeah, that, that's not bad. You're like, that's good. And then all of a sudden it's like ninety nine bucks for like nine, and you're kind of like, okay, wait a minute. That's like a hundred bucks I'm spending on these things. And then you're an idiot one day, and you're like, I really need this one. This one's just, like, so rare. I got to buy it. And then you buy it from the United States of America, and it costs you, like, an extra $10 Canadian. And then, of course, there's, you know, all the extra shipping fees and the duties. And then by the time it gets to Canada, it's Duty. like it's like 90 bucks for one pop vinyl figure. And that's when you realize that's when you realize you've hit rock bottom in the pop <clears throat> vinyl collection. That's when you realize you have a problem. That's when you realize you have an addiction to pop vinyls. And, yeah, so... But it's an awesome collection. I really like it. All Rick and Morty themed. They're all really fun just to have. And I mean, I have so many good ones. And everybody's like, you know, they look at me and they go, why do you need another Rick pop vinyl figure? I'm like, because there's more than one Rick, okay? There's more than one Morty. That's why I need all the Ricks and all the Mortys. And honestly, I'd be fine with just all the Ricks and Mortys. But then I needed the family. I needed Jerry. And I needed... I needed... Um, Sorry, summer. Randy the douchebag ghost just made an appearance <laughs> here at uh, Hottest Studios. And, <laughs> you know, and then I, and then I went to Hot Topic and then they had a Rick and his spaceship one. And I was like, well, I have to get Rick and his spaceship. You can't not get Rick and his spaceship. But, yeah. And yeah, then I saw that when I, me, me and the producer went to, uh, I don't even know what it's called anymore, but it was EB Games, our like local game it's store like here. EBX now. Yeah. And like I walked in and they had like so many pop vinyls and I saw the, the Rick ship one and I was like, I should get this. And I was like, Wait. No, money. DJ, be strong. You and money, then you're like, money. what would Zach do? Give me that pop vinyl right now, Morty. Give me it. No, Rick, you Give can't. Me. <laughs> so, no, I saw it, and I remember the day I saw it because I'd already bought three pop vinyls for yeah. Rick and Morty, and we walked in there, and I just kind of walked by the shelf, and it's not usually where they keep any of their 
uh, vinyls in Hot Topic, and I walked by it, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I caught it, and it was just kind of like, I saw Rick's hair, and I was like, that's a little too big to be a Rick Pop. What? And then I was with my buddy, Nathaniel. Shout out to Nathaniel. And the king. <laughs> the king. The prince is king. No. Um, and I was just like, I have to get this, and he looked at me, and he's like, dude, don't do it. It's not worth it. I'm like, no, it's worth it. It's worth it. And I picked it up, and I held it up, and it was like, oh, 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 oh the Triforce is complete. And he's like, but you already got the Triforce. This is in that bag. And I'm like, no, but this is the other piece of the Triforce, that piece they never talk about. <laughs> it, it's it's lust. Oh, my gosh, and getting that. And then I was, like, so happy. And then we met up with our other friends, and they saw my bag, and they're like, what's in that bag? And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, Zach. If I open that up and there's another freaking pop vinyl in there, I swear to God. And I was like, only if there's one, right? You're going to swear to God? And You'll they're like, yeah. And I'm like, there's four. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually and four. And like the thing was, like I did the other, like I, the only reason why I bought so many that day is because one of the shops has a deal on when you go in. It's like if you buy three, you get one pretty much for yeah, free, yeah. right? <clears throat> and so that's why I always buy three. And I always try and find three of the Rick and Morty ones. And I got lucky this day. I walked in and they had one left of one that I was like, okay, I'm getting this. Like, I have to. Like, I haven't seen it anywhere else for a while. And, uh, yeah. And so, like, there's a lot of good ones out there. There's too many to collect. Honestly, I'm, like, slowing down now because I'm just like, okay, yeah, like... There's a lot of ones that I can't afford. Like there's like they have so many rare ones that they only release like a couple of and then you have to pay 80 bucks for it just to get it. And I'm like, oh, I really want. But there's like two I really want now. And if you're a Rick and Morty fan, you'll know these ones. There's Evil Morty. Yeah, you and need I to did get not Evil realize Morty, yeah. that there was an Evil Morty pop vinyl. And then it's like it's like 80 bucks on Amazon. And I'm like, oh, and then there's Doofus Rick, which I'm just like, oh, like, you know, I just really want these ones. And then they come, they're coming out with a whole bunch, and I think they get released this week. Or, like, I guess this would have been... Yeah, yeah, this week, this week they're coming out, yeah. And um, and it's, like, Pickle Rick. They're releasing... Um, yeah, Pickle Rick. They're releasing Armathy and Morty. Like, and I'm just like, oh, they're releasing Rick in his post-apocalyptic, like, Mad Max car that he designs. I'm just like, come on. Like, really? They have all these good ones. But, like, the Pickle Rick ones... There's two Pickle Rick ones. There's two Morty with Armathy. And the the Pickle Rick is this one where he's just a pickle, oh. right? And there's one where he's in the rat like thing. Yeah, there's yeah. the rat outfit, and then there's the Pickle Rick where he's got the laser that he builds to yeah. fight Jaguar. And then like, there's just so many good ones. And Let's there's like, with you, Jaguar. There's post-apocalyptic you're not, you're not summer. And there's just so many different ones that you're just like, oh, and you just know if they're gonna. And there's some of the characters that you, they're releasing. You're just like these characters are so minuscule, and they don't like they don't shout out to you until you mm-hmm. see them again. And then I'm just kind of like. They literally have such a market. They could make every character in Rick and Morty they a really pop could. vinyl, like and they, they would sell. Yeah, because they it's make, a collection. Yeah, like if they make like well, that's the thing about them is like like I when I got that, um, Sam was like, so like, is it it's like a bobblehead? I'm like, no, it's just a just a action figure, figure with a big yeah, head. And it's, she was like, but like it's not an action figure because like you can't like play with it per se. And you're like, you're not I'm supposed like, to play I mean, with it. It's no. a collectible. Uh-huh. Sam, just, Sam, I'm just telling you. It's a collectible. Please calm down. Okay. I'm not as bad as my friend Zach. How many does Zach have? Sam, I'm asking you not to freak out when I say this number, but Zach has 15. 15? No, I don't want to see your pop collection. <laughs> no, I don't want to see your pop vinyl collection. <laughs> By the way, I have Lawyer Mori, where he's the one with the pog collection. No, I don't want to see your pog collection. I want to see the lawyer Morty's pog collection. No, but I just thought it was funny. Like they're, they're a really cool thing. And like, I'm looking at my Rick and when I was in EB, like they had so many, they have like, so really, many, they had a models. bunch of Marvel ones and they had, um, so it got me thinking. So I brought this up. We should, um, we should plan right now. Say it right now. We're on the podcast episode 13, the two guys in a game. Yep. 
that uh, we wanted two guys in a game vinyl, pop vinyl. Yeah, um, you know how different ones we could make. <clears throat> we could make, we could make, we could make Kaz. We could make evil Kaz. We can make Mexican Kaz. Yeah, El Cazador Jones. We can make Kazeth. Oh yeah, and he's wearing like Templar armor. Yeah, that's like literally four right there. And then for, yeah, but only... I look too much like Morty. See, the there's, there's just me though. Like there, there'll only be one for me. It'd just be me, <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> There'd be other hotters. It'd be like they took our pod. They that's, took that's, our I just, pod. What do I have? What's my gimmick though? I don't really do because like, it makes me laugh because like, and we're gonna go kind of go all over the place today. Like there is something eventually we're gonna get to as we said in the title and everything. But Morty. Um, I just think it's funny because the new our new awesome intro that uh, the producer put together. Um, well, I shouldn't say new intro. Just he's been updating the clips as he goes. And now I love how our our latest one is literally like all you. And then there's one thing that I, I knew say. it would come to this. I knew it would. Ha <laughs> like, ha! It's it's literally because I'm like I was just welcome to two I'm guys like, in a game featuring Casador Jones, sponsored by Casador Jones for Casador Jones and hotter and hotter. That's basically what our opening yeah, is, yeah. right? Like it's 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 like literally all you, and then it's me. But like as Demo, real power comes from, and then he still found a way to I input steal, you. I steal, steal my thunder. I'm sorry. No, I, that I, I, I'm so I, talented, yeah, and I, I carry this. But no, I'm just showing. But I just think it's funny. Like, I, well, yeah. that's the thing is, like, and, I'm, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with the fact that you're like the comedic delivery, and you're the reason why this podcast is so good. But then I'm, I do all the behind the scenes logistical stuff, and he keeps me on track, man. Yeah. Sometimes. Today I'm not, because I feel like we're just going to go all over the place today. All right, so. then. The Lawnmower and Weed Whacker strike again. Yeah, you're you See, are those will be lawnmower. our superhero names, too. That, oh, that's that's our other pop finals. There you it go. It could be Lawnmower Kaz and then Weed Whacker Hotter. It'd be like the Lawnmower and Weed Whacker. They mow for justice. See? Well, There's you mow for justice and I whack for justice. <laughs> 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 you know that I whack off for justice. That's not a good catchphrase, no, Hotter. Off. No, but I that's what it would be in a cartoon. That's in our. Cartoon. I whack off for justice. Okay, please don't say that. Please stop. Right that's there. That's my new thing. I'll mow you down. You is that your only? That's your your only phrase. You I will whack with? you off. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys in a game. Copyright trademark. There Copyright. You go. We are now yeah. superheroes. You are more. more your, the uh, lawnmower and weed whacker fight or mow down justice or no no that's mow not. and whack off justice <laughs> oh god oh that's a new thing that's mow our new for thing. justice I love it. and whack for truth <laughs> and the whack the whack off of truth the we whack off can for you truth. imagine though you're like the sidekick character so you're wearing like like the tight I'd be wearing like tidy whitey and, and I'm like, I'm all there like serious and like I've got like a lawnmower like all buffed. on my chest like an actual like well, lawnmower yeah, blade yeah. rotating and you and like I have to start it up I gotta go rum, 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 and, and you go and kick ass and then I just kind of hang out and trim behind you <laughs> you <laughs> just get all the trim <laughs> well that's because like I was thinking about it um, and I, I just this week on uh, just to talk about this for a second this week on the hall show I had a really great chat with. Uh, my boy Josh from Still Loading Podcast, and we kind of before we started the podcast, we were talking about. It. He's like, "So why do you say that that Zach or Kaz is a weed is a lawnmower and you're the weed whacker?" Like he's like, "I get the lawnmower thing, but why are you the weed whacker? Shouldn't you be like the fence <laughs> that keeps?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, but <clears throat> it's kind of like Brandon's kind of the fence." Because he puts it all together and he inputs the stuff and he can move stuff if he needs to, if it makes sense. Yeah. He's the producer. He's kind of what is keeping, he keeps us focused sometimes if he needs to. If he, if there's exactly. something that we're doing and he's like, yeah, don't do that ever again or whatever. Whereas, like he told me never to mention Mexicans again, but I'm still doing it. 
I'm still gonna do it because it's my thing. Um, the last of the Mexicans. The last of the Mexicans. But like, you are the lawnmower, so you, you're going, you're you're cutting along, you're doing all of it. But you can't do everything because you're a lawnmower. You can't get right up against the fence exactly. at the edging. So that's where I come in. See, I'm just a lawnmower. I don't know. I don't. I'm just starting out on lawns. I just do the big parts of the lawns. Yeah. I don't or know all I'm the, the little, weed the little side through. parts. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's why we need to hire Montaquia. Montaquia. <laughs> Shout outs to Montaquia. Leaf blower. Shout outs to Montaquia. Uh-huh. You know who you are. You know who you are, Montaquia. So I now believe it is time uh, for us to talk about some gaming news. Ready your sphincters, everyone. It's now time for Hotter and Kaz's sexy news report. So yeah, um, gaming news. Um, I actually have like literally nothing. As we were starting this podcast, wow. I was... Ch- I know, I'm sorry, guys. I thought I was, you had I something. Out. I'm really disappointed. All right, I'll go. I'll go, I'll yeah. go, I'll go, I'll go. There's nothing... So this is a pretty big thing for me. Cool, um, so I just heard that a local podcast, Two Guys in a Game, is actually creating their own movie. Just kidding. Really? No, uh, I, no. that's not my news. My news is actually this. So, <laughs> I was like, I thought Stardew Valley, let's pick it up. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys. So we just heard some developer news from Stardew Valley development team that where multiplayer's at... And this just came through, I think, like two days ago. I, I was reading it on uh, the Internet Gaming News, also known as IGA. I mean IGN. It's not a grocery store. Might as well be shopping for news. <laughs> Anyways, so I was reading about it. And yeah, so we're really close for Stardew Valley to go multiplayer. And you know what that means? is like we're going to be able to go in. We're going to be able to meet other people on their farms. That is dope. It's going to be so cool. You're cool. going to be able to go in other people's cities. And like I don't know exactly what it's going to entail, but I imagine it's going to be kind of like Animal Crossing-y where you get to go and you get to visit other people's towns. And maybe you get to visit them while they're not even there and you get to just help them with their crops and flirt with cool. some of their town people. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. But yeah, I know I'm really excited about that. So like more reasons to get ready for Stardew Valley because I feel like once they introduce that multiplayer aspect it's going to become a lot more fun and it's just going to open up a whole new area for stardew i don't know what it will entail but or it could end up being like how minecraft or terraria run where you start a world with somebody and you get to start your farm with this person i think that would be awesome that is actually really cool i wonder if it's going to be um like cross uh console and platform uh they might because you know what nintendo is pretty big on that with uh sony right now like you can play rocket league with people which that's really cool. So like I can't, I, I couldn't see them having a roadblock to it. Like Nintendo's already opened up their ways for that. They just have to kind of get that game on board. But if not, then you know what, you know what you should do. You should just go get it. See, like I know, but like I like because like <laughs> like Josh is playing um, Stardew Valley for PS4. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get it for PS4 just because that's the system I have. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah, I am gonna get it because because I I think it's really cool. Yeah, and that's actually really cool and exciting. Do you, do you know we heard this information? Yeah, I just told you, Internet Gaming News. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, yes. Aha! IGA, you know that IGA. grocery store? IGA. <laughs> I heard it from there. Yeah, but it hasn't been around for like 15 years. They're not even IGA anymore. It's uh, like no, Metro Land. and Foodland and yeah. junk and stuff. That's that's very Canadian for those of you who are not aware. But I actually do have something that I just found on IGN that I missed for some reason. I figured I'd check one more time. Uh, this isn't really super exciting because there's not really a lot on it. Do you mind not slipping so loud to the mic? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're still doing it. Oh. I thought you were going to be eating during the podcast, too. <laughs> no, I love my food in the car. My stomach hurts too much. Uh-oh. That's no good. Yeah. But um, as, as far as the gaming news, um, for you fans of Max Payne, um, the new Max Payne game gets a 2019 release date. Even though there's no date, um, <laughs> it's up 2019. There will be a new Max Payne game coming. 
Um, it's described as cinematic third-person action packed shooter. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, which is which is that's Max Payne. So I don't know why they say this like it's going to be this really big thing. But um, it's yeah, not even really news. No, I'm just joking. is Max Payne even a game? Like, let's be serious. It's kind of like faux news. That's like TJ basically scraping the bottom of the barrel for news. It kind of is, and I apologize, guys. That was not very good. But uh, Stardew Valley, that's cool. Yeah, I'm that's excited cool. for that. That's going to be fun stuff. They took our news. They took our news. news. Ah, so yeah, that was gaming news. Um, so Kaz, what are you playing? What are you playing this week? Um, playing the field, TJ. Playing yeah. the field. Yeah, you know, just really out there trying to get a couple home runs in there. But it's 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 you know it's not happening. I'm striking out quite a lot there. I'm um, gaming related. I mean, of course, gaming wise. Uh, no, I'm just. Still playing Pokemon Crystal because I'm boring. I'm playing Pokemon Gold with Pokemon Crystal at the same time because I'm boring. I was playing a little bit more South Park, um, which is hilarious. That game just keeps getting funnier and funnier the more you play yeah. it. And like, oh god, I just love it. Like, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, yeah. So. I was playing South Park, and I've gotten to the part in South Park, for those of you who have played Fractured Butthole, where basically everyone's agreed in the, the superhero franchise to come back together. So Coon and Friends and Freedom Pals like reunite, and everybody's like, yeah, we're going to be a team again. Dr. Timothy's figured our whole franchise out, and Cartman's just like, yeah, woohoo! And just like, yeah, Freedom Pals, woohoo! And then they're like, Cartman just kind of goes, wait, so not Coon and Friends? And you're just like, oh, crap. Here comes our next big issue. And, like, when I watched it, I was just like, this is fucking hilarious. Like, you can just tell Carpenter's already fucking pissed. Just, so they're all there, and they're all happy about fucking... They've agreed on this franchise plan, and everybody gets their own movie, and blah, blah, blah. And Everyone's happy. And everyone's finally happy. And then all of a sudden, the next day, you wake up. And who shows up? Mitch Connors. <laughs> it's Cartman, right? And so you gotta go, you're like looking for Mitch Connors and everything. They're like, oh my god, somebody destroyed our franchise plan. And the franchise plan's completely torn up by like Coon Claws. So you just know it's Cartman. And then basically they're like, there's only one person who would do this. And then and then all of a sudden it's like video message available. And Mysterion's like, play video message. And the video message plays and it's Mitch Connors and goes, Hey there, new kid. If you want to ever see your parents again, blah, 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 you're going to do this. And your parents are tied up to the cha these chairs. And, and Cartman's slapping oh them with God. his hand and everything like that. <laughs> but it's Mitch Connors. But it's Mitch Connors. But, like, I still don't get it. Like, it's so hard to discern if, like, Mitch Connors is Cartman or not because you're kind of like, is he? But I think it's just Cartman being a total douche. Of course it is. It's just him being a tool. That's right? who so, Mitch Connors was in the show. So, anyway, so he starts, like, putting, like, all these, like, goofy... um like riddles for you to go figure out and then you got to go like make mitch connor's like really popular because he's running for mayor and then you find mitch connor's and he's in like the community center and you've got to fight him and so mitch connor's is just like oh yeah let's go and then hartman keeps jumping back he's like no he's like new kid you got to help me believe me this isn't me i swear mitch connor's his own person don't hurt me and you're like beating the shit out of Cartman, and mitch connor's is like haha you're not even hurting me you're just hurting the coon and everything like that but they keep making little slip-ups and then you're fighting him and fighting him and fighting him and then finally like every time you fight him though he makes up his own rules so he's like oh yeah by the way this attack does this and this attack does that and everything. You're just like, fuck you, Mitch Connors. And like, yeah, and he's just, and the boss fight's like so annoying. And then finally you kick the, the living shit out of him. And then you tie up Cartman and you have to fart on him for like 
a half hour to get them to spill the beans on like where just your parents are for half an hour and then yeah and it just keeps escalating but it's just so funny because whenever mitch cotter shows up carbage just trying to play it and he's like no no i'm not I'm, 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 you gotta believe in new kid and then like the new kid doesn't say anything to him he goes thanks for believing in me new kid because i always knew i could trust you and then they're all okay like, hey, we're trying to triangulate cartman's location we're almost on <laughs> and they don't none of the kids are buying that it's mitch connor's and they're just like oh yeah but anyways that's <coughs> That's what I've been playing. That's what you're playing this week? Yeah, it's just funny. I'm just kind of, you know. Oh, also, I had to help a gay fish get to heaven. He's a gay fish. Get oh, to I, heaven. I remember that because that was in the, I think, one of the promos for it. Yeah, but it's not about. It's not the gay fish from South Park that they found in the fish sticks episode. It's just a gay fish, and he has his right, and he's popular, and blah, blah, blah. But it's not actually him because apparently they couldn't use his likeness in the video game. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah. Him. They couldn't use his likeness in the video game. Now but they who show, shall not be named. Yeah, because, you know, apparently we can't use his likeness anywhere because, you know, he is the future voice of a generation and blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, so. But they took They're him actually, they actually took him out of the game because of his likeness. They weren't allowed to use his likeness anymore. I was like, wow. I'm like, that just makes it even more funny, like the fact that. <laughs> They are using like an actual fish now. I'm a gay fish, blah, 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 and everything. But it's him, right? And he's just like, yeah, I love fish sticks. Yes, I, lo- I love fish sticks. And I put so fish you're sticks saying in my you mouth. you like fish sticks in your mouth. Yes, I love fish sticks in my mouth. So you're a gay fish. I'm not a gay fish. Anyways, yeah. I'm a recovering gay fish. <laughs> I do not know Aquaman. <laughs> yes, I hung out with Aquaman. I've had a beer with Aquaman. But I do not know Aquaman. Hey there, guys. We're just going to cut in here for a moment to talk about our studio headsets that we are wearing right now. The Regent. That's right, Kaz. The Regent headphones are studio's premium on-ear models that are great for home use, on-the-go, or even studio use. Now, what's great about these headphones is they have an impeccable clarity in instrumental tones as well as an overall well-balanced sound. Because I know what you guys are thinking. Hey, guys, they sound great for music, but what about podcasting? Well, I think, personally, I don't think we've ever sounded better. No, and these are just, like, comfortable. Compared to the old headphones that I was wearing, these just blow them out of the water. They are so comfortable. We cannot stress that enough. And what else is great about these headphones is they are fully Bluetooth. They can go with any different Bluetooth device, and they have 24 hours of active battery life. If you leave these headphones on while you're doing something, forget about them for a couple hours. When you come back to them, they'll still be going, guys. You don't even have to worry about it. But... Also, aside from the 24 hours of active battery life, they have 20 days of standby life. So if you leave these headphones on without turning them off, they will still be working in 20. You could literally go away for a week and come back and they'll be like, oh, they're still going. Cool. Now, the Regent, as well as having this awesome Bluetooth capability, supreme comfort and a great sound, also has a wired option, which we are currently using. And what's great is you don't lose any sound quality. It sounds just as good as they do on the Bluetooth. And you can also personalize your Regent headphones with interchangeable caps on the side here. They have like a black marble, a white marble, really, really cool design. They're beautiful headphones. They incorporate a ultra modern, very sleek Scandinavian design. And they are just, uh, they're very sharp headphones. Yes. They really are. And on top of that, they are very affordable like extremely affordable yes especially comparing them to like a $400 pair of like beats or something which in my opinion I think these blow those out of the water just saying (laughs) but as well as being affordable if you guys go on their website right now studio.com that's s-u-d-i-o studio.com and use our coupon code two guys that's two guys in all capitals one word two guys 
you will get 15% off your order. On top of that, they also have free worldwide shipping. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter where you are, they'll get these headphones to you with free worldwide shipping. What's not to like, guys? Don't wait another second. Go on studio.com right now. Join the revolution. Join us in these awesome headphones. Yes. Okay, guys, so we're going to take a quick second to give a much-needed shout-out to our good friend, Mr. Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts. Whether you guys need t-shirts, logos, business cards, phone manipulation, custom art, anything like that, Jason is your guy. You've seen our logo. You've seen how awesome it is. Hit him up today by going to www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That is J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com. Go there right now. Right now, guys. Just don't... Pause the podcast. <laughs> Jaybird Digital Arts. Digital Arts. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so uh, as far as me this week, uh, and this kind of leads into our topic. Beautiful segue here, Kaz. Our Good job. Spopic. Our spopic. I have been playing the living crap out of Mass Effect Andromeda, which I picked up at EB Games for like $14. Which I saw for $14 and I went, hmm, do I get this or do I spend my money on a pop of vinyl? And then, of course, uh, while I was also there, um, I was with the producer and we saw Kingdom Come. And he was like, well, you got to get Kingdom Come. And uh, I didn't because it was $80, but uh, I'm probably going to be picking that up soon. And I want to be playing that. And there's something else I've also been playing, but I'm going to talk about that next week, I think, because I'm going to still be playing it next week. But... What's cool about Mass Effect Andromeda? So many people are like, they have been shitting all over it. Like, they're yeah. just like, it is like the worst in the series. Like, I heard that they started building porta potties out of this game. <laughs> Dead silence. Awkward silence. <laughs> I have nothing to say in response. <laughs> it was a joke. I've never played it. Uh, so no, I'm not actually, uh, I'm not giving my know. opinion on it. I don't know anything oh. about the game. No, but, I'm well, just joking. Because you just is, said that people have been shitting on it. Get it? Oh, okay. So, yes. yeah, yeah. That was a really funny there joke. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't understand because yeah. I'm so small minded. Do the math. Yeah. <laughs> no. But um, what's interesting is like, I guess the number one problem with this game that everyone had, because at first I thought people were, were shitting all over it because of the story and everything. Oh, okay. And then as I kind of started doing my research, I want to talk about it today. I was like, wait a minute. That's not why everyone was shitting all over it because I got it so late in its life now with the PS4. Like it's been out for over a, well over a year now. I think it's been like almost two years now. I think that's it's been, been out. out for a while. Yeah. It's been out for a while. But I guess when it was first released, it was plagued with gl- horrible glitching issues. Oh, really? Okay. Like game-breaking stuff. Mm. Um, not just like your typical frame rate issues and stuff like that. Um, and up until one certain point in the game, I love the character. I love the story. Um, the fact that you're this... It's a whole new story. Yeah. And I know a lot of the... the so fans, it's not like, Shepard, we need you to do this. Shepard. Yeah. Shepard. Like Shepherd. a lot of a lot of Shepherd, the Shepard, your sheep are escaping. Shepard. <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> they took our shepherd. They took our shepherd. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a of Rex. They took our shirt. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but like, it's funny because like, I know a lot of the fanboys are pissed because they're like, oh, 
So, let me get this straight. We spent three games building up Shepard in this story, and then in this new one, it has nothing to do with it at all. And I'm like, you, oh. you freaking idiots. It is a completely different game. And it should be. Where else could that story have gone? It's... Mass Effect 3 ended everything. Yeah. I know. Okay, I know. I know. The story ending wasn't so great. But, like, how much of a Mass Effect can it have on the actual game series? Is my question. <laughs> Excellent joke. Here Good you go. job. Here you go. Here's an Emmy. A daytime Emmy. It's not the kind of Emmy you want, but it's still an Emmy. <laughs> That was two guys in a games uh, one thousandth joke. Everybody, thank you, <laughs> thank you, everybody for <laughs> for all the support. Um, no, but no, but all I'm saying is that I understand why the fanboys were kind of butthurt about it because, like, in a way, it's like I would have liked to have heard. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm I'd say I'm probably at least halfway through the game now. I have to be. Um, you have to be. At least I think so. I've already saved three planets and inhabited them. So I'm assuming. That I'm, Isn't like, there more than pretty... three planets in the oh, yeah, yeah. galaxy? I mean, here's the thing is there's only certain planets you can inhabit, though. Because okay. the whole thing is you're a pathfinder. So what that is is, just to give you a, a quick synopsis of the game, um, humans from the Milky Way and aliens from the Milky Way galaxy have left the Milky Way and come to this other galaxy called Andromeda. That's it's, like... our, it's our sister galaxy. It's the galaxy that's just outside the Milky Way. Yeah. That's the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. So yeah. that's why they're exploring it. Uh, I mean, that's what I assume. I have no idea. That's what I, why I assume they're exploring the next galaxy over, because they're like, we already mined other resources from our galaxy, so we're going to go and take their galaxy. They took our galaxy. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's it was like a 600-year trip. So, like, they were all, like, frozen in, in, in like, Cairo. Cairo? Cairo? What the fuck's it Cryo. called? Cryo. Cryo. Uh-huh. Cryo. So they wake up, and then all the, there's these arcs. Which have like tons of like Noah's of people arcs, on them. yeah, but they're like these big ships. No, that's X Files. It's not. Never mind. That's not Noah's Ark scene. Noah's Ark scene is totally different than that. I don't know where you're going with this. Anyways, um, and yeah, so you're part of the human arc, obviously, and your father, who is this like badass former N seven guy, um, is the human pathfinder. Okay, and then all this cool shit happens, and um. Very minor spoiler alert. I'm, I don't think it deserves a, uh, a, a spot alert. or anything because it's spoiler pretty minor. Because it happens within the first like hour of the game. But basically, you have to take over as the human pathfinder. Oh, okay. Your That's character. not really spoiler alert. Yeah. So then, well, I left the spoiler out just for the sake of... Anyway, so you're this human pathfinder and your entire job is all these planets that they thought they were going to be able to inhabit. Mm-hmm. You're not able to inhabit. Like there, There's all this shit wrong and there's tons of stuff. Like It's some really intense, cool stuff happening. So you have to find these other planets. So the whole mission is the fact that you have to inhabit these planets so that the Nexus, which is like your citadel, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the creatures that have come over can all basically survive. So that's kind of the quick gist of the game. But like, there's some minor... The combat is still really good. It's really fluent. I always love the Mass Effect combat, but there's a couple small little things they've done that I think improve. The number one thing for me, what I love about it, it's the jetpack thing. Because okay. they have this little, it's, it's not, it's like a quick jump boost, but the thing is that's great about it in combat is you can use it to hover. Okay. okay. So you know how in Breath of the Wild, Link can jump and pull his bow and he goes slow-mo for a second? 
No, I don't know about that. Anyways, okay. continue. Well, in Breath of the Wild, when, uh, <laughs> but basically you can be, you can like jump off something and hover and then it goes Can you slow go slow-mo? Somewhat. So it's, they stole Breath of the Wild's idea. Pretty much. Breath of the Wild stole their idea. No, you know what? It's a mutual hatred. It's a mutual other. stealing hatred. Um, but yeah, basically you can do that and you can use it to like dodge stuff and it's really cool and I like the characters. Um, I'm a really big fan of the character Ryder. I think he's cool. He's your main character. Um, still a lot of customization. I almost feel in Ma- in this Mass Effect, there's almost more choices. Okay. For what kind of character? Because it's it's like you could either be Renegade or Paragon, and in this, it's almost like there's like four or five different ways you can go. You're gonna be good, sort of good, little less than good, sort of evil, kind of more evil than evil, and then evil can evil. Well, at the end of it, it's you're basically no matter what choice you choose, you're kind of you're still what you're doing is trying to have your people survive. Okay. But it's basically how ruthless you're going to be about it. Okay. Like, my guy, obviously, because I'm and me playing through is the first time, I'm, like, total good and, like, loving and emotional and so forth, but you can do it where you're, like, this total, like, militant, like, guy who just doesn't care about anything else. Oh, yeah. But, so it's really cool. I like all the side characters. The AI is a lot better in this game, I find, with my, um, my companions. Okay. They're a lot smarter. Well, that's nice. Like, it's not like... Don't worry, Shepard. I'm over in this corner running around in circles. I'll get to you eventually. No, you won't. You're stuck in an infinite loop. Ah, jeez. But, like, you have, um, like, your one character, Korra. She's, like, she's kind of like the Ashley Williams of the game, in a sense, but she's a biotic. Oh, okay. And she used to be, like, an Asari huntress, and she's human. So it's just, she's a really cool character. I really like her, and then, like, Liam is cool, and all the characters are really cool. A lot of cool stuff happens, so if you guys haven't played it, you definitely should, because the number one issue with the game was how glitchy it was, and I didn't experience this at all for the first, probably first 10 hours or so of gameplay. I was like, what is everyone talking about? What I, I'm kind of an idiot, because what I didn't realize was that I downloaded the patch, Oh, because okay. there was like all these patches that downloaded because I, I, what I do is I have the game installed and I go off and do something else. Yeah, yeah. So I came back and I was like, oh, it's not installed yet. I wasn't paying attention <clears> to what was happening. So I update, I, I freaking downloaded like all these updates. So now it's pretty much fixed the game. But um, what is interesting about it is I got to like the second planet you have to try and inhabit. Okay. And it's just like jungle world. And it's, there's a lot going on. Second, I just got off my ship. Frame rate issues. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I was like, okay, this isn't horrible. I don't know why everyone's complaining. I can live with this. And then I fell through the map. Oh. Went, oh. And then. Uh, and you're like, wow, this reminds me of Alien Chronicles first page. Alien Chronicles isn't that bad, though. It's not that bad, eh? No. So Andromeda's really worse? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so you'd sure. say it's basically like a Andromeda Chronicles the first mage? Yes. Okay. But basically, it's from that moment on. For about two hours, no matter what I did or where I went, I had major game-breaking glitches that I had to keep reloading. Game-breaking. Because I just, like, even when the, the one time I went to Eos, which is one of the, the first worlds you, like, inhabit, it's like this desert world, my ship was setting down, and all of a sudden, just the screen went white. <laughs> And all I could see was my guy kneeling down like he was behind cover and he was just sitting there. And like it was he was just in like this white nothingness. And I was like, Purgatory, the video game. Like, I was like, wait, what? So I tried to like do all this stuff and he like So you're move. saying it had a mass effect on your Yes your gameplay. Huh? <laughs> but what's interesting about this is I was like, okay, even uh-huh. though uh, Yes, okay, yes. And a slow round of applause. But what even though 
You. Even though this happened, it only really happened for a couple hours. I reloaded a save. I, I turned the game off and turned it back on. And now it's since then, it's been good, knock on wood. And I've gone through a whole bunch of stuff and had even more intense stuff happen. I think the number one problem with this game, what happened with that, is I do feel like it was a little rushed in the sense of kind of the mechanics like that. Okay. Everything else, I don't think was rushed at all. I think it's a great game. It is definitely worth your guys' time to check out. I wouldn't steer you wrong. Um, definitely, though, when you get it, understand that you might once in a while have some glitch issues, but reload, it usually always seems to work for me. There are no no more like t- glitches that happen that make you just not be able to play the game. Okay. Because that was happening. But this takes me down an interesting train of thought because... <clears throat> Even with a game like this, it is such a great game. But, Kaz, I, I ask you this question. In your opinion, do you think glitches can ruin a good game? Glitches like that. Stuff that doesn't necessarily make oh, the game unplayable. No, I don't know. My opinion, I've put up with Bethesda for long enough that a glitch doesn't ruin a game. A glitch just is a hiccup in a game. And usually if the glitch can be... You know, as long as the glitch doesn't happen on a constant, every time you're loading the save and the glitch is still there, that's when like it corrects itself. Mm -hmm. If it corrects itself and like the code actually has like an autocorrect in it, then I'm like all for continuing to play. Because like usually Bethesda's glitches are just frame rate issues, and then the game freezes, and then you just got to restart the game, and then it's fixed. And so yeah, like it depends on. Depends on the glitch, really. Like, if you have a really bad one, like, for instance, like, they have, what's a glitch that I could, I could talk about, like, just loop it, and you'd just be like, oh, if this happened in your game, your game, like, fuck, you have to start all over. Well, it's like someone not appearing. Yeah. Like, if you have to go turn in a quest, and the person, like, that happened to me once with the Mass Effect, with the Mass Effect, with the Shepherd, um, <laughs> where I literally, like, I had to go, go to someone and talk to them, and it just would not allow me to talk to them, because yeah. they weren't, they didn't appear. Exactly. But I reloaded the save and it was fine. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Some glitches don't it depends. If the glitch constantly it, it prevents you from moving forward in a game, then yes, that definitely affects your gameplay and then you don't want to play the game anymore. But if it's something that could just be like easily fixed by reloading your save, you know, that's fine. Like that's different. Mm-hmm. Because big games like that, like where you're actually traveling and stuff, that takes a lot of like a lot of power to power a game like that it does a lot so i mean you know you get these games that like they show you these nice huge big worlds but in reality it's just like you don't get to explore half of them because it's all just um it's just for show where mass effect i would feel is definitely not all just for show because they're trying to make these huge big worlds that you're actually exploring which they do and so yeah so you're like it's different it depends though like you know and maybe they rushed the game. Maybe that's why it didn't do so hot when they released it. Maybe they were just trying to make a quick buck off of it. I don't know. I feel like in the sense of the story and how much work they put into making this game unique from the other Mass Effects, I feel like it definitely wasn't rushed as far as it. All I'm saying is as far as the mechanics behind the actual mechanics behind the game, definitely I feel it was rushed. Okay. Um, they didn't have time to polish it. Yeah. But I don't think that makes it a turd. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it makes it this really crappy game that so many... I have seen it on message boards, and I've gone on blogs and read reviews on it, and people are just like, this game is not even remotely worth your time. It's it's horrible. And I'm like, am I alone here? I'm enjoying the hell out of this game. No, you're probably not alone. 
I think it's a great I think game. You're just part of the silent majority. That's mm-hmm. all. Who just well, don't that's why speak I'm, up. Yeah. And... That's why I am speaking up. I have the platform to speak up. Okay, calm down. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys be sure to let me know what you think of Mass Effect Andromeda. Well, let us know what you think of Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes. Um, let us know if it has a mass effect on your life. <laughs> but um, what's interesting about this whole glitches thing we've kind of been talking about, even on a game like um, Fallout New Vegas, which is a game we've talked about here before on the show, we yes. are both massive. It has had a mass effect on our life. No, it's not funny anymore. Oh, Moving okay. on. Moving he on. He took my pun. He took my pun. He took my <laughs> man, man, better I fix it my bed again. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was it going with that? Oh yeah, so uh, Vault in Vegas. Like for me, it did kind of ruin the game once I got to the Vegas Strip further in the game and realized I basically can't go to the New Vegas Strip after a while. Did you have a uh, falling out with the game? See, I am good at puns. I'm good at <sighs> He was courted on the, the port, port side. side. <laughs> now, who's like kind of see? podcasting here? Oh, right. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, Kaz Killington. Every time I make a bad pun, Kaz Punnington. There you go. Kaz Pun Intended. There you go. Kaz Pun Intended. That's another pop vinyl. Okay. Okay, Kaz. Kaz Pun Intended. Kaz Pun Intended. <laughs> but it's. um. Like, am, am I alone on the sense of, like, I will sit through, like, if it's a good game. Yes. You're alone. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I am always If it's alone. a good game. And there's some glitches that at times make it kind of frustrating. I'll still sit through it. I'll yeah. do a cache clear. Like, I don't care. I'll sit through yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Even a game like Morrowind, where it wasn't crazy glitchy for me, but there was definitely some frame rate issues. There's and I mean, definitely lots of falling through the map issues. Yeah. Every Whee! once in a while, hell, there was a friggin' item you could get that could make you literally walk on the air. Um, that wasn't really a glitch, though. That was an item. Was did, did you ever get those pants? The yeah. Traveler's pants? Yeah, man. Bro, I love those Just pants walking so up much. In the air. Yeah. Just walking around. Anyway. Look at um, me, I'm a god. Oh my gosh, he's half lizard man and he's a god. Da, 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 da. But I it's just I thought it was an interesting thought as far as because there's also the flip side of it, right? Yeah. Where you have games like Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed Unity or other games of the last I find it's really been the last few years which really happened. Where they'll release this big huge like especially Watch Dogs. How much that game was hyped. I know. Hyped. All you do is watch dogs in it, though. It's not even, it's like not even that good. God. God. Like, hey, I'm going to watch this dog. Oh, look, it did a flip. Oh, look at this dog. It's doing a flip, too. <laughs> That's what the game's about, right? I don't know. I want you to sit and think about what you just said. No. But um, it's like it was this game that was supposed to be really cool, and it was a great concept. But I don't know if it was because they had to rush it at the last minute because they did put all this work into the mechanics of the gameplay and stuff. Okay. But, like, the game, you would load it up and your character would just be floating eyeballs. That's pretty cool. What the fuck? Who wants to do that? I don't want to play as floating eyeballs. Hello, I see. I That's see it. everything. That's it. I see. And they'll be like, I see what you mean. Ha <laughs> ha. But, and then even a game like Assassin's Creed Unity where, like, your character would just not have any skin. Like that's what the fuck? <laughs> like who? Because if it were, if that were me, like I can sit through frame rate issues. I can sit through every once in a while having to reload a game because of a glitch. But if I start the game up and my character has no skin because of that's just how bad the rendering is, <laughs> I'm like, 
I can't like I can't do it. I can't sit through that myself personally. I don't know. Maybe I'm like maybe I'm alone on that. But because I mean, no, that's that's game breaking. Yeah, like to me, that's what a game breaking glitch is. Yeah. Usually, I can't say that, but I did that time. Good job. You did Peter. a good job. Good job. Um, you did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs> did, did good job. Okay, we're done with that today. I promise, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but you, you touched on it earlier, Cass, talking about how we have these big, awesome, open, like beautiful worlds that we can't explore. Yeah. So I wonder, is an, a simple way to fix this? Can we, and we're having this like really like intelligent conversation right now and we're interrupting it with self bark puns and stuff. This is what we do here on yep. the game. But, um, does he always do this? Yeah. But, um, when TJ's on a tangent, usually, <laughs> but, um, do you think in favor of, sorry, do you think we should cut back and tone down on like these big, beautiful worlds that we can't really explore and these ultra realistic graphics and ultra cinematic cutscenes in favor of more toned down, but better running and working games? That was a lot of words. That was a lot of words. I think TJ broke the word count. On That's probably the most I've ever said on this podcast. There was a, a 500 limit word count for this podcast and TJ just broke it. <laughs> yes, I do think that we need to tone it down because unless you're Skyrim or Fallout, there's no freaking need for these big worlds because Assassin's Creed wastes so much time making these big ass worlds and like these huge cities and you're mm-hmm. just like, whoa, the city's so big except I can only go into four buildings. Well, that's it. Like, like why? And then, like, the rest of it's just you climbing up buildings to get these stupid viewpoints so you can fast travel later on the game. Like, it's annoying. Like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And, dumb. like, they're, they're beautiful to look at. Oh, they're great. But, like, yeah, but, like, we, if I wanted yeah. to look at Rome, I'll just go on Google and type in pictures of Rome. I don't want to spend $80 to look at pictures of Rome. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I'll spend $80 to look at a post-apocalyptic uh, California or Boston or whatever, you know, Massachusetts or New Vegas. But why would I want to spend $80? Like, I get it. It's fun. You're an assassin. You're in Roman times, and you get to jump off buildings and stuff and assassinate people. But it's just, it's a waste of, it's a waste of, like, space in the game. It's just not needed. Gameplay yeah. doesn't require visuals, and that's a big issue with people is they require, they think that it requires visuals, and it really doesn't. There's so many games mm-hmm. out there that are obviously not running on visuals that are still making the money. Starter Rally. There you go. Eight. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, these little eight bit games yeah. that just come out of nowhere. They and they're indie. They're making. They probably make more or close to about the same amount of money now as these big game companies because they're they're charging for like all this ridiculous shit and yeah. you're just it's filled with useless content like like uh, what's it, like the new Assassin's Creed Origins game. I haven't really seen a whole lot on it, but from what I yeah, can I tell, haven't really either. It's basically like it's just another game people are just basically going oh it's just another game blah 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 and the funny thing is it's like it's the movie is based off of this game and this game's based off of the movie because it's like the origins of where the assassins come from ancient egypt and blah 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 and you're just like okay so why wasn't that the first game that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah you heard me ubisoft bs caslo jones calling out ubisoft call out call out initiating no, but I just I just thought it was interesting. I wanted to talk about it here today because I think that's um so many people lose sight of that. Like what you were literally just saying. 
like they think they need these ultra realistic graphics even like mass effect the graphics as far as the characters themselves they're the exact same from the mass effects i don't think there's a huge difference yeah i know um the bodies look a little like more refined as far as like little things like the fingers and hands and shit like that mm-hmm. um but everything's the same and i don't mind that the graphics are the same no i and, don't and, care and it's it's kind of nice because i you know like there's only so far you can go with graphics before you're just getting into the point where it's just like, oh my gosh, like you're bringing actual actors into Call of Duty games and you're like, wow, like Kevin Spacey's right here in my living room. This is so cool. I hope he doesn't try and kidnap my children. You know, like, <laughs> and uh, it's, you can only go so far with a graphic composure before you don't need to update graphics anymore. So that's why I'm curious as to why certain... Like, I'm not... Well, Call of Duty doesn't take any time to come out with their games. They're just like, all right, here's the new Call of Duty, and it's got an expiry date of September or November of next year. An expiry date on a video game? Yup. I never heard about this. What is this? Well, you see, and as they're explaining it, the year is going by, and that's why... And it's gone. New Call of Duty out. It's all gone. What do you mean? Well, you uh, waited too long to play this Call of Duty, and it's gone. So you have to go buy the new Call of Duty. What's the new Call of Duty? Black Ops 5. But I haven't even opened Black Ops 4. Black Ops 5. Okay. So, I I don't understand, like, well, we're Call of Duty, they can just pop out a new Call of Duty game every three weeks if they really wanted to. Just like, oh yeah, here we go, new multiplayer experience, new multiplayer experience, and and that's fine, and they figured it out, and now the graphic composure in Call of Duty is probably just maxed out, where they don't need to update the graphics anymore. And they can do that with every game. Because Mario's graphics haven't changed. Like, he's been the same now since Galaxy came out, pretty much. They haven't had to update his graphics. And I think that once you hit a limit with visuals, it shouldn't be a big deal to make new games and actually make them properly working. If you have the visuals there, and, like, that's all Assassin's Creed has done since Assassin's Creed, like, 3 or 4. Assassin's Creed, uh, I would say, because the way... Okay. What am I trying to say here? Assassin's Creed 1 through 3... Wait, no. Assassin's Creed 3, because they did like this weird chronological thing. Because Assassin's Creed 3 wasn't that good. I liked it. But the ones, before, is that the one where you're, um, the ones with Enzio. Ezio. Ezio Adetora. I love those games. And then, uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed 3 is the one I'm thinking of. Then they did Assassin's Creed 3, and I was kind of like, meh. Then they did Black Flag, which I loved. I thought Black Flag was, was probably the best one. They shouldn't even call that Assassin's Creed. They should have called yeah. that Pirate's Creed. They should have been like, oh, this is Pirate's Creed. And they should have had, like, they should have signed on with Disney to make it, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. So, because, like, every time I'm playing that game, I'm always just singing that th- song. Like, I'm just running along the thing, like, you're dead. Here's a hay bale. As I dive into the hay bale. And then I take over a ship, and I'm like, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow, but I'm not, because I took your ship. No, I'm just joking. We're not doing that, because CJ told me not to. No, he's going to do it. Yeah, no, Black Flag is probably the best Assassin's Creed yeah, game. Yeah, I, I think Because so. it, I they focused so much on just the mechanics of the ship battle, and that was just like... That's all they needed to do. You just they need, they made a pirate game, yeah. man. They made a friggin' pirate game. and Oh, that game was good. I loved Black Flag. It was really good. I really liked that and game. And I got that game for like 15 bucks because I didn't buy it until like it was done and over with. And lots of people... That's, a, that's you know what? That's a hidden gem. Kind of is actually. It's actually like a hidden gem. Like I mean, people know about it, it but they just—it's—it was such an underrated. How good it is, yeah. Such an underrated. That's an underrated game. Yeah. I don't know if it's a hidden gem. That's an underrated. One day it'll be a hidden gem. 
It'll be an underrated game. And we're going to talk about you and two guys at some point. <laughs> but then that's <laughs> So I just almost died for a minute. But um, yeah, that, that's our conversation for today on, on, on glitches and stuff. I just thought it was kind of an interesting train of thought. I was thinking about it alone in my bedroom. That's weird. Um, that's weird. Anyway, uh, while I was totally... Um, ah, 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 ah. So I believe it is now time for some shout-outs. Shout-outs initiating. I love the shout-out music so much. Um, so I would like to give a quick shout-out to all of the Podbeard Network shows and podcasts. Yes, I got shouted out on a show, finally. Finally, oh. it's about goddamn time. Uh, Shout-outs to Casdor Jones of Two Guys in a Game. El Casorito. Shout-outs to uh, well, all, all of the Team Podbeard. Hashtag Podbeard. Hashtag Team Podbeard. Hashtag Podbeard Network. Uh, hashtag team. Potter and Family. See, I don't really give a shout-out to Potter <laughs> Family anymore. No. Um, I don't really give shout-outs. No, I, I, still, I still do, but it's hashtag Podbeard is our new, like, that's what I'm trying to focus on more. Plodbeard. Plodbeard. I always Cas mess up beard. the shout-outs. If you go back to every episode, TJ's always like, uh, yeah, no, we, we don't do that anymore, Morty. And I'm just like, oh, and then I feel bad because I messed up the shout-outs. <laughs> that's okay. Don't no, it's forget. not okay. I'm done! Takes off the headset, throws it away. Cool. That's 130 now. I'll go. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the producer, Mr. Brandon Batten, his show Radio A. Uh, shout out to the Honestly Lazy Show, that boy Stick and Craig. Shout out to Dark Runner, um, who actually invented the. He kind of invented the hashtag Team Podbeard. Because nice. I was like, oh, like Podbeard. And then he was like, what about hashtag Team Podbeard? And then shout out to boy Prog Rocker, the uh, Minecraft YouTuber extraordinaire. If you haven't checked out his stuff and you like the Minecraft videos, definitely do so. Because they are progressively getting better it was, on all aspects. So definitely check them out. Uh, of he course, Dark building Runner stuff. Well. It's crazy. Yeah. See it. He keeps putting blocks down. Like, who knew? Who would Oh, wow. He's mining and he's crafting. <laughs> and he does a bunch of other fun stuff and he's a good buddy of mine so definitely check it out yeah. um, I'm going to give a shout out to Josh from Still Loading Podcast um, who I did mention earlier I have an interview coming with this week on The Hottest which definitely check that out thank you Josh for all the support um, I actually have two parts coming up in the next couple weeks definitely check Ooh. that out shout outs to the Drinks with Larry crew for always entertaining the shit out of me um, I need a Drinks with Larry fanny pack because they were talking about that uh, last week oh. uh, he got a fanny pack and they got the shirts and everything so definitely go, go ahead and give them a check out they're very good people and they're very funny as hell very entertaining and last but not least shout out to the amazing nerd show who we will be doing a promo swap with very very soon guys I feel listening I apologize that we haven't done it sooner we I'm just have staring off busy. into the distance yeah. my apologies TJ's like cueing me like and I'm just kind of like is that a tree or is that a is that a branch? I can't tell the difference. Looking out my window. No, but we are going to be doing a promo swap with them very soon. Um, the next couple of weeks are going to be a little uh, little dicey. We'll talk about that next week on the show, Slicey, though. Dicey, dicey. But um, we will be doing that soon. Definitely dicey. check them out. Two very funny, entertaining guys with lots of different content. Hey, um, that sounds like us. Yeah. Are you talking about us? No. Oh. oh, sorry. I was zoned out there. I just heard two. We're talking about, no, I'm just we're talking about I'm the just amazing nerd show. Um, I'm, very, I'm very conceited, folks. If you haven't already figured it out. <laughs> two amazing guys. Oh, he just, must be talking about us. If this was just one guy in a game, I mean... It'd be better, probably. Whenever he be says honest. guy in a game, I'm just like, yeah, that is me. Zach, you, did you hear the two part, though? What? what sorry. I'm the guy. I, I, Zach is Who the are you? Guy. Where am I? Nobody messes with Cazador G. Do you have any shirts, Caz? No, no, not okay, today. Cool. I don't know. Right, cool. That's that's fair. That's fair. But I think that's gonna do our first here today on two guys in a game. Yeah, Kaz, sure. Kaz, you've been Kaz. I have been El Cazarito. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I've been hotter. And it took hot job. It took a job. It took a job. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>